Hello and welcome to Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that aims to redefine what it means to be an athlete by exploring how movement impacts our lives and how we can all work to reach our full potential. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. And in this episode, I talk with Jody Bartz. Jody is the newest member of the TEC coaching team, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. I've had the pleasure of knowing Jody for a long time, and she brings so much energy and passion and commitment to her job as a coach and her experience as an athlete. And I feel grateful to finally be able to record one of our conversations so that everyone else can benefit from it and everything that she brings um, to her uh, to her work as a coach and again her ex- her experience as an athlete. Uh, one of the things to note is that Jody didn't begin her career as a mountain bike athlete until she was 41 years old. And so we start with talking about what that looked and felt like. Um, even though she had a history of, uh, of exercise and being engaged with movement, um, she was still felt completely new. Um, and with that came uh, a number of experiences that we talk about, everything from just not having the confidence and learning a new skill to also breaking into new friend groups and learning new language and, and, um, and understanding where to look for help and how to define what she, uh, who she was as an athlete. And so I think in particular, this is a part of the conversation that so many people can benefit from because we so often let age or inexperience or lack of confidence get in the way or, or inhibit us from really leaning into the person we want to be or trying new things or opening our, ourselves up to new experiences and new groups and new places. And Jody's experience um, uniquely captures that and, and also highlights how you can move through that. And it doesn't always have to be that way. Um, and Jody has gone on to be a very successful mountain biker and very well respected and also used leverage those skills to be an amazing coach. Um, and so uh, that, that is a, a particular part of our conversation I think so many people can benefit from. We also go on to discuss how the language we use defines who an athlete is and, and how we can potentially open up that conversation, that definition, so that that word athlete can be more inclusive and more people can feel like they have access um, to all of the things that the athlete experience provides. Um, we talk about women on bikes. Uh, it's a passion for Jody's. Uh, she works with um, young developing female athletes on up through uh, age group female athletes among other individuals. And it's an area where she is um, uniquely positioned to provide support um, and provide perspective. And so we talk about just what that experience looks and feels like and some of the things that are unique to the female experience as it relates to being an athlete that others um, may have not experienced. And so her perspective in this uh, in this space is, um, is, is unique and, and also comes from um, just a real um, a real place of wanting to support those individuals. And so you'll hear in her voice and how she describes um, how she feels about and her passion for, for working with female athletes, how committed she is to getting more of these individuals out 
and on bikes and engaged in movement and all of the confidence and, um, and benefits that come with, um, with being an athlete. Um, and we also talk about soft talk. So what soft talk is, is it's that feeling that, that you need to apologize or you need to hide in the back or maybe it's that negative self-talk when it comes to, to being new to something or, or not having uh, a particular level of confidence. You know, and this comes from any number of places. It can come from being a specific gender. It can come from being uh, a specific ability level or a lack um, of ability. It can come from a lack of confidence. Wherever it comes from, uh, it's something that really inhibits so many people from starting their journey. Um, or maybe they start and then this soft talk, soft talk derails them from continuing on that journey. And so we talk about one, what it is, and two, how we can overcome it. Um, Jody does an amazing job of helping the athletes that she work, works with um, overcome this soft talk, soft talk and all of the, um, the pitfalls that it can introduce into the athlete experience. So uh, again, Jody's uh, energy, her passion, her commitment to, to both herself as a coach um, and, and an athlete is something that um, I'm really um, feel honored to be able to highlight on this show. Um, if you are interested in speaking with Jody, you can reach her at thomasendurancecoaching.com. Um, you can click the button in the top right corner, uh, or you can check out her bio. Uh, I would encourage anyone who feels like they are able to connect or any of the things that we talk about on the show, if that resonated with you, if you feel like you've, you've been in that space or you're currently in any of those scenarios or, or spaces, uh, please reach out to Jody. She would love to, to offer uh, a free uh, consultation uh, with anyone who, who is interested in speaking with her. Uh, and again, um, you'll, you'll experience right out of the gate uh, that passion that she brings to, to everyone that she works with. So uh, without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Jody Bartz. Hey everyone, uh, before we dive into this episode, I want to take a moment to tell you about Inside Tracker. As I've talked about at length on the show, my passion is helping individuals discover the tools, resources, and relationships they need to reach their full potential. It's about more than just getting fit or being in shape for one race. It's about realizing the value in the lifetime pursuit of dedicating yourself to become the best version of you that you can be. So no matter what you love, whether it's running, riding your bike, racing, or just getting out and enjoy the great outdoors, you want to do it forever. That's where Inside Tracker can help. As a lifelong athlete who's done everything under the sun, I've gotten blood work done many, many times over the years, and it's always provided critical information. Even when I was feeling great and training hard, my blood work uncovered critical deficits such as low vitamin D and elevated iron. Despite how your training is going or how you're feeling, Inside Tracker helps to uncover specific, individual, and actionable insights that allow you to not only perform better, but feel better and be healthier. Inside Tracker was founded in 2009 by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Using their patented algorithm, Inside Tracker analyzes your body's data to provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside of you and to offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes. Then, Inside Tracker tracks your progress every day every step of the way towards reaching your performance goals and living a longer, healthier life. 
So, Endurance Minded listeners can get 25% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just visit info.insidetracker.com slash endurance minded to take advantage of 25% off of the entire Inside Tracker store. Being an athlete is about more than just completing the right workouts. So visit info.insidetracker.com slash endurance minded today to start taking a proactive approach to understanding what your body needs to perform better and live longer. Hey Jody, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? It's going so good. So how's, good. Uh, how's life in the desert? Life in the desert is good. Other than I looked at the forecast for the uh, 24 hours in El Pueblo. Mm. Yeah, so you got and that. When is that? That's that's in a couple of weeks. It's a uh, yeah. It's a week a, a week from this coming weekend. So it's like eighteen and nineteen. So yeah. and uh, there's a like nice little chance of rain and snow and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, several several years ago, it's been it's been a long time now. Honestly, probably a, probably a decade ago. I was working with an athlete who uh, who lived in Alberta, and um, our primary goal was Old Pueblo and he was a really good solo 24-hour racer so our goal was to win the race and so we were really invested we worked on this for like towards this for for several seasons you know he had like done some tune-up races and and we were really getting getting good or he was getting strong and so I was like okay you know if you this like I'll crew for you that way we can just nail it down So I, so he was, he was driving. So he, here I am in Montana. He picked me up. Um, we drove straight through the night. Um, oh God. It was like whatever. It was miserable. And, you know, from Montana, I don't know. You've oh, done yeah. it. I mean, it's like, was it? It's like 20. It's, oh yeah. It's like, it's a, like, it's like a day and a half or something. Yeah. I mean, it's brutal. 100%. Um, so yeah, we drove straight through, got to, got to Old Pueblo, um, like Friday, Got settled in, did like some tune-up laps. Weather was nice, and then the weather turned, and that was the coldest. Like, I, 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 it was, it was a blizzard when I left my house, like in Montana, and that was the coldest I've ever been in my life. Like, it was <laughs> well because I wasn't riding, right? Like, I, I would, right. I would, we had a couple bikes, and we would tune up, you know, I, like because it was nasty. Like his bikes were wrecked after each lap, so he would bring one bike back. I would service the whole bike like replace chains cassettes like it was wrecking everything do like fork service you know because i mean they're long laps right like it's a 16 mile lap and um and i give him his bike back but in between that time like i was just standing under a tent in the freezing cold and that was one of the most miserable experiences of my life like it was <laughs> it was so so bad it was bad for him but he, I mean, he was, he was riding, you know, and you kind of, you're in that space where you're like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm riding for solo for 24 hours. Like I'm, it's going to, you know, it's going to be miserable no matter what. Um, and oh man, I just like, it was horrible. Um, so I don't know. I, hopefully you don't get that weather, but I do have, I do have my own bad. I raced that race a few times. I mean, I raced it. I always had, I always had good weather. It was like warm and it was awesome. But right. as a, as a crew member, um, it was, it was horrible. Like I was, I, 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 was, I was, yeah, go ahead. I, I was resorting to, uh, I, I'm now resorting to like plan B 
we we luckily have a sportsmobile van um and so i have a spot on solo alley um with another young young man so super super bad guy um with like a whole like litany of of folks you know what i mean to to crew for both of us um but he messaged me the other day and said oh I don't have the fire pit this year. I'm like, whoa, like that's, that is problematic. Like that's, yeah. that's but then I'm, but then I'm like, wait, you don't want to be hanging out in the tent. Like you want to like move it no. on out, you know what I mean? In the tent. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, or, or maybe unluckily I'm doing it single speed. So um, at least there'll be no drive trains to, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. but, um, but I'm that's sure. A I'll great, that's a great single speed course. Like I raced single it speed is. a couple of times. Uh, and then last time I was down there and pre-rode the course, uh, I had, I had single speed and, yeah. um, it's great. I mean, there's a couple oh, little yeah. punchy, but I mean, it's so, it's such a fast, like, you know, flat, you know, relatively flat. Um, well then, then, <laughs> then you, then you can appreciate the, uh, the 3420 that I'm going to run. That's going to feel like stupidly spinny, you know what yeah. I mean? At, yeah. at, at the first, you know what I mean? Five or six hours, but somehow I think at one forty-five or three fifteen in the morning, that 20 is going to be glorious. Like it's yeah. going to be. <laughs> I, uh, that's a good decision. The last time I raced Old Pueblo, and when I was racing solo 24 hour races, like 12 and 24 hour races a lot, I was feeling really good about myself. And I, when I, oh, yeah. I, um, I raced, a, um, it was a 36, 17. Oh, and, my uh, and, and I felt really cool. Like for the, like for first six hours. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, what a horrible decision. <laughs> My legs were so wrecked. And, you know, it got well, to the and point. You can't, where... And you can't change that rear cog because that's not single speeding. You know what I mean? Right, that's, that's, right. You know what I mean? So you're like, you're stuck with that. I mean, if you're going to yeah. be honest, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. No, so it's, it's, it's ride or die at that point, you know. I'm, you totally. I'm, I'm, I'm going out like a little hamster, you know what I mean? So and just, yeah. and just, just getting out there. So a whole, a whole lot of life has happened in the past um, six or seven months. And so... Um, that 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 self doubt creeped in uh, real hard about a month ago, and uh, you know, and I found myself like literally logging onto the site, thinking, "Can I defer my entry?" Like, I'm not, and I'm like, "Shut that, shut it down." Like, nope, you're doing this. Like, you you've committed, you've done that. You know what I mean? I've I've done the work. Yeah. I'm as prepared as I can be. Um, yeah. You know, just kind of getting out there. So it'll 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 be awesome. So, but yeah, yeah. it's. it's no, no time like the present to to embrace it. So <laughs> that's, that's an inevitable part of of you know anyone who sets big. I know big goals is you always get that like oh shit you know what, I, what have I right. what have I done like and then too you know there's like it, when you get weather and you get you know you're like it's one little you're like well you know I sh- the weather could be better next year and like maybe I could defer and like oh I don't want to you know like you get all you start to compile all these like excuses oh, yeah. or reasons in your head. And, um, well, I call it, I call it I call it the soft talk, you know what I mean? That gets in there. That's just like, well, like maybe I'll just ride and like sleep through the night and whatever. I'm like, no. part of my language. Screw that! Like, first of all, I didn't pay that entry fee to, you know what I mean? To 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 to, to I can sleep another night, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's it's kind of funny. I went on a group ride, which I don't normally do. I've purposefully been doing a crap ton of solo training just to, uh-huh. you know, I mean, just to like. And I don't do music. I don't do anything. Like I just get out there and just like, but I love the sound of like the the tires on the dirt and like all that good stuff. So I just kind of get in that meditative space. Space after like the first half an hour when I'm like, oh, I feel like crap. I don't really feel like doing this. Right then I kind of settle in. Yeah. But I went yeah. on a group ride the other night um, with 
majority were dudes. And um, it was really interesting to get all the advice um, from these dudes who've never done a 24 hour solo, like, and, and, and actually who what, don't even what, like do what were they? What were they trying? Oh. What were they telling you? <laughs> oh, they're like, well, have you, have you thought about your fueling strategy? I was like, part of me wanted to be like, like no shit. No. <laughs> right, exactly. I was like, really? Like fueling? Like, should I be thinking about this? You know? And, uh, and you know what I mean? And, and, oh, you know what I mean? You got to make sure like you're hydrating. Really? Like, I just like, like, so it's this like weird space of like, you aren't really being that patronizing, but you are like, it's, it's, right. I'm just like, wait a minute. And so, uh, you know, so I, I kind of sneak in like, you know what I mean? Well, you know, I've done, you know what I mean? So, so many, um, duos and, and quads and, 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 and five person and, 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 and whatnot. Um, and so this is like the next, the next step for me. And so, but yeah, you get, you get all this unsolicited advice, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, right. and somehow from like the dudes to the chick, if you would, it's like, it just comes across like, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll, all right. I'll, I'll just be like, nothing, nothing gives me more joy than being on a single speed and saying on your left to the dudes when I, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I love around. That. So, and no, I'm not, you know, no, I'm not the fastest racer out there. I didn't, I didn't start even riding until later in life, but but I, but I'm, but I'm solid, you know what I mean? And, and so it's, yeah. it's like, I, I, you put I in, yeah, you put in your time, like you, you got, you, you know, you got, you got your, you, you've, you've earned your stripes, right? Like, it's not right. like you're just like grabbed your bike off the bike shop shelf and, <laughs> you know, you're like, I wonder what this is like. Um, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I keep, I keep seeing, I got, I got kind of sucked into that, um, uh, lifetime, um, series. So with, you know what I mean? With all the races and, and, and yeah. I watched the, the one the other night, on the, the, the crusher. And, and I was like, yeah. Oh no. And yeah. people, you know I mean? It's like every once in a while, like it pops back in my head. Like, do I want to go back? Oh heck no. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, those I'm climbs like, are like, Oh, un- unreal. That's a, that's a, that's a tough one. Well, um, that was, that was, uh, yeah, I, I, I probably bit off a little more than I could chew. Um, just uh, speaking of gearing, I was like, I'm going to run a one by and I'm going to this and I'm going to that. And oof, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that was, that was rough, but yeah, all the gears, exactly. All <laughs> yeah. the spinning. Like I, I needed right. all the gears, all the gears. And I right. didn't have all the gears, so it's all good. It's all good. But lots of lessons learned, I guess that comes with, with life yeah. and, and, and age, right. Too. So, yeah. so, I mean, you've, you've learned those lessons like relatively recently in life right? because you didn't start. Um, when, when did you start riding? I didn't, I didn't even. Or maybe my... mountain biking. Cause I mean, you had a, you had a history as, as a multi-sport athlete and, you know, I mean, right. you were active, but, um, <laughs> we won't tell anyone. It's okay. Exactly. Your secret is no longer safe exactly. actually now that it's on this podcast. Um, exactly. The world knows she, she did triathlons. I never yeah. owned an aero helmet though. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Like I, like I held true yeah. to like, I'm I mean, just another year regular. though, you would have been in there. Like we just happened oh. to, we happened to pull you to safety <laughs> just, just soon enough. <laughs> exactly. So no, I, I, I came from a, from a, from a running background. So, and, and I think that that will probably always be my first like true love as far as, you know, activity and, and, and then, uh, and then, and then we, yeah, I went to the, went to the, went to the other side and did the triathlon and didn't throw my leg over a mountain bike till I was 41 years old. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a, there's a long, long time that kind of sorted, you know, history and story behind, you know, being a doctoral student and, and unfortunately getting hit by a car, 
um, during a triathlon and, and, and mom passing away and, and life kind of happening um, that just brought me to a space of like, I'm going to do this mountain bike thing. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? And, and, and what is this all, you know, what is this all about? And it was like, I like, I drank the Kool-Aid and like, just was like sucked in immediately. So I, 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 um, I, I remember vividly, I remember having, um, a mountain bike when I, when I was in my doctoral program, um, like <laughs> good old specialized mica, like, women specific aluminum, heavy as heck, probably a three by, you know what I mean? Or something at the time. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I just thought I was just awesome, but but I couldn't quite let go of like my knee high triathlon compression socks and like, you know what I mean? Like all this good stuff. And, you know, yeah. had, had, you know what I mean? The roadie helmet with like, yeah, I was just a hot mess. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but just decided, you know what I mean? To, 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 to get out there and, and give it a go. And I sucked and, and I kept at it. And, and, and there's times when I still think, you know what, <laughs> still kind of suck at whatever. Um, but I'm still getting out there and, and, and kind of getting after it. And so, uh, this year will mark, um, my 10th year of, uh, of being yes. on a mountain bike, which is, which is pretty cool. I, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day about, um, cycling age and, um, mm. and, and they, they, they looked at me and they're like, what do you mean cycling age? I know you know what I'm talking about. And I said, you know, although I've been riding for nine years, um, I said, really, I sometimes feel like my cycling age is only six um, because of the kind of riding that I like to do. Um, truthfully, when I went to Montana, we moved around Montana for three years. Um, while I didn't lose fitness because got to love the trainer. Um, and then I embraced all the outdoor um, winter sports. Um, so kind of kept that fitness up. Um, but I do feel like I lost a lot of my uh, mountain biking kind of single track skills, you mm -hmm. know, just, you're just not on the single track, you know what I mean? No. And, 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 you know, 2.4 miles per hour on a fat bike just isn't quite, you know what I mean? The same, although right. it's fun as heck. Um, so when, uh, when we moved here to Tucson a couple of years ago, I, I literally felt like a noob, like mm -hmm. all over again. And it was kind of fun because there was this like excitement, like in my belly of just like, I can go ride dirt today and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. And so like, I think I just saw like, like a, a, a huge kind of spike again in my, in my skills and, and, and my ability. And all of a sudden I'm, you know, shredding stuff, if you would, that I never would have even thought about. Um, yeah. And so it's, 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 yeah. So I'm relatively, relatively new, but I wouldn't call myself a newbie. Um, yeah. But, uh, but I, I jumped in kind of headstrong when I first converted um, from, that multi-sport, um, situation and, uh, you know, did, did the races, did the things, you know what I mean? Just, just cause it was all so new to me. I didn't even know what a mountain bike event was. I didn't even know, you know what I mean? How, how do you, how do you know where to go on the course? I mean, all of those things, um, mm -hmm. are really, really quite fresh, um, to me. So, uh, when I lived in Flagstaff, um, it was fun because we had, uh, we started a group called the Flagstaff Lady Shredders, um, that's, that's still going, which is super rad. Yes. And, uh, and so I, I, I found myself, um, you know, always kind of leaning into those, those you ladies who show up for that group ride, um, that are kind of over there, like they're, 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 they're over there by the tree and they're just kind of like fiddle farting with their stuff and not quite yeah. sure what to do. You know I mean? Me, I'm like making my way, like beelining over to them, just like 
being slightly friendly. <laughs> I mean, facetiously, <laughs> and and just you know, just just doing, just giving a friendly face and a and a warm welcome and a you know what I mean and a and a and a you belong message. You know, it's like yeah. you know, absolutely, like we're super stoked to have you here. Um, and 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 sort of that encouragement because I I can remember being in that space. You know what I mean? So yeah. so vividly. So yeah, I was gonna ask like what what was that like for you to pick up a new sport? you know, specifically like as a woman who, you know, was, um, you know, not, not old, but, you know, later in, in your life, um, you know, we're like a lot of the people were like, you know, they started when they were teenagers or whatever. Right. Like there's always always that big gap. I feel like you have, you're one or the other oftentimes, right. You're like, you're like, I've done it forever, man or woman, or you came to it later and then it feels you're like in a different camp, right? Like it's hard to to connect with those or build that bridge to the people that have just done it forever or, you know, it's just part of their life or they've lived in these towns where it's so accessible and this stuff. You know, they're like, what did that, yeah, like, I mean, what did that feel like? Did it, I mean, did it feel like you were an outcast? Like, did it feel, was it hard to break in? Um, you know what? So, so my personality, <laughs> and you know me well, so like my personality kind of played in my favor um, mm-hmm. in that, like, I'm super friendly, super outgoing, you know what I mean? So I had no problem kind of introducing myself, but yet the dialogue and the narrative in my head was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, I, I, I'm an imposter here. Like I'm, I'm pretending, I don't even know what they're talking about when they're talking about a one by or a, you know what I mean? Their, their, their teeth on their cassette. What is a cassette? Like, like, I, like, like just like, I didn't fit in. So most mm-hmm. certainly, and yeah, and I appreciate you recognizing I wasn't old, maybe seasoned or, you know what I mean? Mature. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately like I, I showed up to, to rides or to things like being the mom, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, Oh, mom showed up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like these, these kids are in their 20, like I could be there, like I could literally be their mom. Um, and, but yet I didn't bring the experience. And mm-hmm. so I'm writing things or like getting off and walking, you know, I mean, where I know people were thinking like, what, like, that is no big deal. Right. And I'm just like, I'm freaking terrified. So, um, I think part of it too was, um, back to, you know, you get hit by a, by a car, but in my case, a cab, um, I happen to get hit during a race. Um, so, I was hauling ass and, and, you know, to have that just kind of like just that whole experience, um, left me with, um, a pretty jacked up left hip so that I, you know, went through rehab and therapy and all sorts of good, good things. Um, but chose to not have surgery, um, just to the inerrant risks of what was going on. Um, and I'm happy I didn't, but I also recognized over time that I was entering a sport at a later age. I was also entering with this like sort of guardedness um, of mm. my whole left side. So mm. because my my left hip like couldn't take another big blow, right? Mm-hmm. And so even to this day, so when I ride, I choose to dismount on the right side. You know what I mean? And and yes, I know like and I do dismount on the left side when I'm you know uphill and I need to you know lean into the mountain or whatnot. But um, but I I know inside I'm always kind of guarded in that sense, you know what I mean. And yeah. for the longest time, um, I used to ride really guarded. And what I mean is like I rode like tensed up on the left side and like relaxed on the right side. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of given given me some problems. So um, 
yeah, it was, it, I think hard is, is an okay word to say. Like it, it was hard. It was hard to show up and you want to fit in, like you want to be, you know what I mean? Whatnot. And then these people take off at seemingly like lightning speed and you're like, uh, uh, hang on. You know what I mean? And, and, and wait, what am I, what am I doing? And when do I shift? And, and, you know, how do I do this? So, um, um, but I'm glad I stuck with it. Like, like yeah. I really am. And I think that I come to this space of, um, now being a cycling coach, um, and, 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 a, and an instructor, um, I come to it with a different, um, lens and, a, and an empathy, I think that, that, that maybe others can't bring sometimes. So yeah. because I know exactly what that was, I know what it feels like to roll up and be, everybody's waiting for you. You know what I mean? And you're out yeah. of breath or you're pushing your bike or you're doing whatever and you're apologizing. Um, you know what I mean? And, and, and saying, you know, sorry, sorry, you know, thanks for waiting. And, you know, and people yeah. are, people are like, you know, ready to take off again. You're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I'm just catching my breath. <laughs> exactly. I, I just got here. Wait a minute. So, yeah. yeah. What, uh, I mean, we, you and I have talked about this, um, you know, I think you, you've, you've called it or we've kind of landed on the like, term soft talk and i, I think oh, it, yeah. it it often it often rears its kind of ugly head uh, specifically with female athletes um newer or not um i don't know like yeah what was your experience and kind of i don't know what how's that been for you like on the on the athlete side and then on the on the coach side because I, I mean it's it's it feels like in the discussions you and i've had about it it seems like such a such an unfortunate barrier for people, uh, again, more often than not female athletes, like it's such an unfortunate part of their experience that I think can be such a, a turnoff and such a, um, such a drain on their confidence and such a, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's like, um, I don't know. So yeah, what, I mean, what's that, did you experience that? And then how do we, how do we how do we write that ship? You know, because you and I are both in the same camp. It's like we got to get more people out there. You know, age age be damned. Like it needs to be approachable, right? Like what an exactly. amazing opportunity to to do anything at any age. You exactly. just need you need the right experience. You need to feel like you it's accessible. You need to feel like you're welcome. Um, so yeah, what's what's the soft talk game been like for you? It's, it's funny. The first time I heard soft talk, um, I, I have purposefully surrounded myself. I've shared this with you, um, with a lot of, uh, super, super badass, uh, lady mountain bike coaches. And, and, and when I first heard soft talk, I was like, what, like, what, like, what is soft talk? And then when the examples were given, I was like, Oh yeah. So the soft talk is, um, the other night, you know what I mean? I, I, I show up for a group ride and there are, um, eight people there. Um, there are six men, so myself and one other woman and, um, instantly, um, so the, the, the situation goes as such, you know what I mean? The other woman and I sort of glom towards each other. So, and, and just kind of sharing and talking and we happen to have, um, the same bike, just different models, different years or different years or whatnot. So we're just, you know, just like entering this conversation The the dudes, if you would happen to separate themselves a little bit. And then the dudes position themselves in front and are like, we're ready to go. And like off they, they, they take off. And, um, and I found my, like in my head, 
I'm like, no, 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 I'm just, I'll just, I'll just be in the back. Like I'll just, I'll just, you know, I'll just hang back here. And it has nothing to do with being the fastest or the slowest or the, or the whatever, but this is a no drop ride um, Mm -hmm. where it's kind of like, I very well could have, and probably should have just maybe inserted myself like a little further up in the, you know what I mean? In the, in the, in the chain there, because, um, you know, I, I somewhere in my head, I thought, well, you know, I'm new to this group and, and let me just hang back. So, you know what I mean? And kind of get a feel for it and, and, and whatnot, rather than having some confidence in my writing, you know what I mean? And the fact that it is touted as a no drop ride. So I can, I can be right there in the mix. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the girls don't have to hang in the back. Um, I also find that that soft talk creeps in with the, I'm sorry. And I brought that up before. Um, but it's, it's like this apologizing for rolling up to the group that's waiting. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and, and I still do. And I catch myself all the time. Just, you know, it's like, there's nothing to apologize for. Like I'm out here shredding it and having a good time and doing, you know, doing my best. So I didn't do anything wrong. Like there's nothing to apologize for. Right. I'm showing up, I'm doing my best. I'm trying my hardest, you know what I mean? And, and so I just, you know, I, I need to value that and appreciate that about myself. What's interesting as a coach um, and working with a lot of either new athletes or even like young women in that like super impressionable, like middle school, high school age, um, where they're just bombarded. God, I'm glad I'm not growing up right now. So with all the stuff they've got, you know, coming at them with social media and stuff is like, there's this, um, you know, image that they need to live up to, or they need to, you know, whatnot. And, and so I find these girls like, you know, kind of, kind of stepping back and like, no, I'm not going to show up or I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go or the boys are going to be there. And so I, you know, I'm not, I'm not as fast as they are. I'm not, you know, as, as, as good as they are. Um, and so it's, 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 it's kind of this like constant reminder in my head. Um, and then I find myself verbalizing that to, to girls. Like I tell them that can't is a four letter word, which it is. Um, and so like, I'm purposefully shifting language out loud to, you know what I mean? I, I'm not able to do that right now, but I'd love to, or I'm working on, you know what I mean? Whatever skill, because all of a sudden the language and and the words that we're using in our head, that that's what we manifest, right? That's what becomes our reality. And so, um, so I think I think that 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 soft talk, um, it was interesting to my my professional journey, as you know, um, going from education and academia for so very long, and deciding to to take the the plunge, if you would, and 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 leave academia. Um, I can't tell you how long that soft talk played in my head of like one of these days I'm going to do that, and one of these days I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to, and it's like. At, at a certain point in time, it was like, boop, boop, done. Like, here we go. <laughs> like, like I, right. I'm, I'm doing it. And so like soft talk, you know what I mean? Turned into like action. And, and so, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's sort of this weird space. And I think as a woman, um, I feel like for me, and this is my experience, um, and I've talked to other ladies who have never had this experience. So, but my experience is, um, is I, I feel like, I run this fine line between being this like powerful woman with a PhD and like all of this stuff um, and being sort of told to temper the Jody. So I've literally mm. been told that is like temper the Jody. And so mm. it's like you, you know, you belong Jody, 
but you belong like with these four walls and this lid and like, mm. like here. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and ooh, don't be too big or don't be too whatever. Um, and so I think that that carries over sometimes, um, you know, in, into, into my new, my new space that I, that I live in professionally. So of, of, yeah. of kind of feeling like I need to take a step back. So a little bit, and I'm not saying I need to be, it has nothing to do with being the center of attention and being boisterous and being loud, but it has to do with me and my personality and who I am and, and enjoying the ride and enjoying bikes and, and just having a good time. And, and while I love to race, um, I, I just love bikes and I just love getting out there on bikes. Right. And, and at a certain point in time, like who the hell cares how fast you're going? Like if you're not having fun, then what's the point? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, what a, you know, what a, like, at the end of the day, I always think about, you know, fitness, no matter where you're, you know, I'll use air quotes, like no matter where your fitness is at, you know, it's, it's about being able to use your body to have experiences that otherwise, that you otherwise wouldn't be able to have, you know, like, and I don't pick, pick your sport. I mean, and literally like a walk, or a bike ride, or a run, or if you're climbing a mountain, like, you know, you're, you're, you're in a space where you have to be able to, like, physically engage, and there is a preparation and a commitment to yourself required to be able to do that, you know, if you, if, if you're not able to, to walk, like, you won't see the outdoors, right, you won't, you can't go, you know, and it doesn't have to be a hike, or, I mean, just at these very basic levels, these experiences, and it doesn't have to be life-changing or like, you know, some far-flung trip. But um, I don't know. I always think too, you know, that there's a language component and you, t- you know, I mean, you were talking about this, but I mean, if I feel like it starts at the language around how we, how we talk about athletes in general, you know, mm-hmm. and like who, who is an athlete? I, th- I think mm-hmm. there's so, I don't think, I know there's so many people that don't feel like that applies to them, right? Like if, mm-hmm. if you and I and, and people that are, whoever it is, you know, even if we're being very conscious about our language and, and working to make sure that that language is inclusive and, and, and movement is, is an opportunity that, that I believe can be afforded to, you know, to everyone there's so many people that are sitting there right now and they're like, well, that's, that's not me. Like I'm not, I'm not an athlete or I I can't, I can't, I can't go buy a mountain bike. I can't, I can't go ride with Jody. I can't, you know, whatever. Um, I I mean, what's, I, I, and I think, and I think even to like, to build on that or as like another piece of that puzzle, I think that's even exemplified or, or, or uh, it's, it's, often more extreme I found with, with, with females, right. With women, because it's like that, it's that other layer of like, this is how you should show up as right. There's all these projections of like, well, this is, this is who I should be in this space. And I can't be this person, you know, or I like, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be too strong or I can't be right. I mean, whatever you can layer in like adjectives and all these things. And, um, I don't know. I'm just interested like in your, I I mean, you know, you bring such amazing perspective to, to just that language around who an athlete is and from a young age to, to, you know, on up. um, What's your, what's your, what's your take on, on how we navigate that language in a way that, 
that opens the doors to more people. Um, you well, you totally hit on a couple of things that that are even different from our conversations, and I I love how we continue to come back to this conversation. First of all, I love the way that we define an athlete is like anyone who moves their freaking body and I'm inserting freaking, you know what I mean? It's like, it should like, be that though. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, like, like move your body. You're an athlete, like move your body. You're an athlete. And so, but what you brought up is like, Oh, I can't ride with Jody. Like she's, she's so fast, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever. It's like, you know, and I find myself like thinking, heck no, I'm not, you know what I mean? But yet like, there's this perception out there, you know, and, and I, and I love what you, you said something about like, like women, especially, and I'm just going to kind of keep the conversation there in my, in my perspective, women can't show up as too strong, too smart, too whatever. You know what I mean? You, 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 you can be those things, but not too much of it. So, cause too mm. much of it is no, 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 Like you're, you're, right. and, and I, I have been faced with that being an educated woman, you know what I mean? So, and I recognize like the privilege that I bring to situations. I'm a white educated female, right? And so I, I bring privilege to a situation. And yet at the same time, I discovered cycling because of an unfortunate accident during my doctoral program. When I went to Seattle at the University of Washington, I did my schooling at the University of Arizona bear down here in Tucson. But I, I spent a, an externship at the end of my, my program up in Washington and everybody up there freaking commutes. And I remember thinking like, wait, but it rains all the time. And I remember walking into the bike shop, Taylor, and like the wall, like a, like a warehouse wall is like full of like every bit of like rain gear that you could possibly like, and I was like, whoa, bright, shiny things, like plastic things, like waterproof things, like all the things. So for riding, and sure enough, I roll in with like this crappy ass bike and I'm just like, could you help me commute? And so sure enough, like they hooked me up and I'm not going to lie. Like there's a lot of work that goes into commuting period, especially, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? If you're commuting to a professional job at the university and you've got to, you know what I mean? Like I can't walk in looking like a schlub. I've got to, you know, be semi-presentable. <laughs> but then there's a whole thing with commuting to a professional space in the rain. Like that just adds a whole nother layer and I got to pack my lunch and I got to do all these things. But I absolutely embraced commuting and fell in love with it. And just like, then it like spiraled into this whole thing of like, well, forget cars. I do own a car. I choose to not drive it. Or I choose to drive it as little as possible. So, but, but ultimately like now I find myself in this space looking back, you know, nine, 10 years ago thinking that's an athlete. Like that, like that, like that's an athlete. It's somebody that mm -hmm. chooses to move their body. So, and unbeknownst to me, racking up a whole crap ton of miles, like, you know what I mean? Kind of an ancillary benefit of, of it. Um, but I'm pedaling my bike. I'm getting outside. I'm experiencing the city. I'm, you know, doing whatever. And so I have carried that commuting forward wherever I've lived. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I can remember, <laughs> I can remember living in Montana, <laughs> commuting <laughs> to, uh, to the university with frozen eyelashes and you know what I mean? It's like, and people are like, yeah. you, you, you rode your bike. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I rode my bike. Like it was freaking <laughs> awesome. It may have taken me an hour and a half to go three and a half miles, but you know, <laughs> I, 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 I still rode my bike, but I'm an athlete. Like, like mm -hmm. that's, you know, and so the, I, I think that that is a question I'm, I'm still trying to unpack of like, how, 
how do we change that narrative? And what I will lean into is you, we, the they, whoever the they is out there, you give space to women to tell their story. We give mm-hmm. space and like that platform for women to share, you know what? I, I matter. Like I, like I, I belong and I, and I matter. Um, mm-hmm. my, my, my newest sort of motto has been take the space and, mm-hmm. uh, and my husband, um, in his loving way bought me a STEM cap. So that, that says take the space. And it's just, oh, it, it. it to me is just super cool because you know what? I, I belong in that space and not everybody is going to be as, as my husband says, tiny, but mighty, you know, as I am and like <laughs> taking up, taking up big space. But I also want girls and women um, to know that you can, like you can take up the space that, that you want, that, that you belong. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to um, preface it. You don't have to anything like you absolutely belong. Um, I think also I've just seen for me um, and I, I started a high school mountain bike team years ago when I was in Flagstaff. And what we've seen is this um, huge increase, of course, in kids high school and middle school racing their bikes and, and getting on bikes. Terrific. Right. We're, great. We're getting kids on bikes. Um, I get a little worried when I see also kids retiring at 19 years old. Um, that's mm. problematic, but that's, that's a separate conversation. But, but what I think the, like sort of the ancillary benefits that we've seen of this great spike in, in kids getting on bikes is families wanting to get on bikes. So, because mm. we want to experience things as a family. Right. And so, um, uh, well, guess what? dad has been riding for years and so he can get out there and he can ride with his kids. So, and mom may be brand new to the sport. And so she's already entering it kind of feeling behind because her kid is faster than she is. Right. And so what, you know what I mean? So, so where does she belong? And it's like, well, you, you belong I know, out there. And so let's get you into a space where you feel confident. So getting out there and let's hone some of those skills and let's work on some of that stuff. Um, so I think that's an important dialogue to have. Um, I think also as a coach, like I have the ability to help people sort of navigate, like, where do I make the space in my life for this? Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I've been there, like everything else has, has, has come priority. So before taking care of Jody. And so, mm-hmm. um, but I know, and I know it's super cliche, but if I make that time for myself, I show up better for everybody else. And so yeah. how, how can I help my athletes like look at their schedule and maybe help carve out some time. So, um, for themselves, even if it is 30 minutes or even if it is an hour or, you know, what, what might that look like? Um, for me, I have been in this space of, um, for some reason, what's really resonated with me is how good I feel afterwards and, mm-hmm. and really like, like being in the space of enjoying that and, I'm a slow to get started person. I'm also an endurance racer. I like to ride long distance. So I know like an hour and a half in, I'm going to feel fantastic. But that first 30 to 45 minutes, I'm just like, my legs are sluggish. I'm not moving. I feel like a snail. I'm, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm, you know, never been on a bike before. But I also have tried to like bank the thoughts of how good it feels when I'm done. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and, And sort of remember that too. And know that like when, when it's over, whether it be half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, or whatever it might be, like when I've moved my body, I feel better. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's such a, it's such a, 
That's such an important piece. I, I think, you know, and, and I totally agree. And I've talked about it a lot on this podcast and other places is this, this very real fact, in my opinion, that you can't show up in other areas of your life if you don't show up for yourself, right? Or like my, my kind of mantra is like, it's, it's not selfish to be selfish, right? You, you, you have to, you have to make time for yourself, right? And, and I, and, 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 and we're busy and some are busier than others and everybody's talking about how busy they are and then we're, you know, not getting anything done because everybody's busy. I mean, whatever, you know, busy is, is the word of the, of the fucking, you know, decade. Um, the, all that aside, like it is, it is our, I don't know. I mean, it's strong language, but it's like, it's our responsibility to show up for ourselves, right? Like it, it's the kind of like all we have to do at the end of the day, you, that you, you only have your ability to like, move through this world in a way that is fulfilling and where you're healthy and you feel engaged with yourself mentally and physically. And, um, but I mean, again, I know it's easier said than done. And I know that when I say that it's, I, I can come off as being on a high horse because I, you know, do what I do for a living and, and I, you know, look a certain way, right? Like I don't, I haven't had some of the challenges that, that other people have. And I, I realize those things are, are very real. So, so all that to say, like, what, I mean, you know, as a coach and, and, and someone who values movement and showing up for yourself, how, how do we take those first steps? Like those, all of the people that really struggle and are currently struggling to, to maintain consistency, right. Mm -hmm. And sustainability. Mm -hmm. And I mean, mm -hmm. you talked, you, you mentioned like, there's these kids retiring, like sustainability is another big part of it, right? Like, I'm not interested in helping people or, or I should say my passion is not just helping people show up for themselves for a season, but show up for themselves for the rest of their lives. How do we build, how do we build those, those skills, that discipline? So, so yeah, like how, how in your experience and opinion, how do we start to move that the needle, you know, what, what does it take or where do we have to be? To, to start to really show up for ourselves because that's, I, that's you, the piece. You know what, you know, what's so interesting is I just had this conversation yesterday with somebody and I don't know that I have the answer, but it's where I'm at right now is as a coach, I feel like it is my job or I love the word responsibility. First of all, to build that relationship with the athlete. Right. And and that takes some time and that takes trust and that takes being a little bit vulnerable. Um, and I feel like as I build that relationship, what becomes incredibly critical and important, and I'm hearkening back to my like years as an educator, is what motivates Taylor or what motivates Jody or what, mot you mean, what motivates. And, and that's, that is like the space that I'm sitting at right now is, is for some people they need an accountability partner. Like they, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? They, they need to like, they need to like literally check in with somebody, you know what I mean? And have somebody be like, get your ass out of bed. You know what I mean? Like, Let's go. I'm meeting you at the park. I'm, you know what I mean? Whatever. I mean, it's, it's, but some people like that doesn't work for them. Some people want literally like a gold star, like sticker system, like, you know, up on the wall and like, like physically to like physically see it, not on their phone, not on their, you know what I mean? Whatever. So for me, you know, I love in my training plan, 
um, to see green. Cause that means like I nailed the workout and I, and, and my big thing over the past several weeks has been 10 minutes of mobility every day. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you go like, whatever it's, it's only 10 minutes. Can, can I tell you how many times I've had red on my training plan, which means I didn't do it, which means mm-hmm. I couldn't even show up for myself for 10 freaking minutes. I right. might've even, I might've shown up for myself for an hour long ride, but <clears throat> I know for some of the, the things that I want to do this year, that the mobility piece is, is super critical and something that I've always sort of let fall off the radar. And so why is it that I can't even show up my, for myself for, for 10 minutes? And so I've yeah. been in this like space of like what motivates. So, and like what kind of drives, you know I mean, drives that person. And I realized like for all my athletes, I can't be there in their medicine cabinet, like popping out with my head every morning, you know, like, did you, did you do your workout? Are you ready to, you know, you're ready to do your workout. But I think that my, my role can be in helping athletes unpack that. So, and mm-hmm. discovering what it is and what they need to put in motion, <laughs> every pun intended, to mm-hmm. set themselves up for success, right? And so mm-hmm. um, if an accountability partner is, you know what I mean? Like, you know, God, it's, you know, it's always worked when I've met somebody at the gym at five o'clock in the morning, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Um, and maybe through the conversations is like, you know, life just isn't putting, you know, a, an accountability partner at the gym at five o'clock in the morning. What, what can we do? You know what I mean? What could be an alternate? What, what could be, you know, something else? Is it a reminder on their phone? Is it, you know, is it something? Um, and then I think you, you hit on it and you and I keep coming back to this conversation is like, it's actually honoring yourself and, and being mm-hmm. true to yourself and giving yourself that space um, to, to take that time. So, you know, I mean, for for yourself, I think um, to me, yeah, I'm just sitting with this like motivation in this, in this space Mm -hmm. of like, like what, what is going to motivate you? Because we, we all can agree that like consistency is the key, right? Mm -hmm. So I can go out and be like a super duper hard charger for three weeks, you know what I mean? And like wreck my legs and and wreck my body, you know, whatever. But then if I totally slack off, you know what I mean? It's like, no, it's like, and I don't want to say slow and steady wins the race, but it's, it's just kind of like that consistency piece is so absolutely critical. What I think is yeah. also key, and and let's just face it, we live in a digital social media, you know what I mean, internet world, and and so that you know you can find everything out there. And I think what's been helpful for me, at least, is a lot of the female athletes that I follow, and not to say that I don't follow, follow male um, athletes, but I lean into a lot of the female role models out there. A lot of them are switching the narrative to um, having fun to, um, showing up for yourself to, um, uh, is, is the word privateer. So you see, you know what I mean? Some of that mm-hmm. in the industry now, you know what I mean? Where people are saying like, whoa, 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 wait, I'm going to take ownership. You know what I mean? Of like, of, of my, of my, of my stuff, you know what I mean? Of, of, of my, mm-hmm. of my world. Like, I'm not going to let somebody else dictate to me what I should be doing. Like I'm going to choose. And mm-hmm. that to me just speaks loudly to so many areas and so many aspects, you know what I mean? It's like within their training. And so, Yes, they're going out and they're working hard and like badass is beautiful and like all these things, you know, all these 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 sayings that are out there. But I think I think it's it's um the, these these women are like taking taking charge of their lives, taking charge of their 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 training. They're 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 celebrating their strength as a woman, um, and and the fact that they do belong and they they can take the space and they can show up, um, and then using that platform, you know, to, to spread that message. So, yeah. I I think. Sorry, I think I I do I do want to say too, um, it's it's 
it's it's interesting and and I know that there's a huge conversation around around body image so and and that's that's a side conversation and <clears throat> most certainly um but it's I, I want to lean into just the the idea that representation matters. And mm. I I will share with you years ago. So when I first um, started this high school mountain bike team, um, I remember a white middle-aged man. Um, <laughs> I can't even say it without a straight face. Getting up with a PowerPoint presentation and the clicker and the next slide in our in our coach's you know presentation or coach's time together was him talking about how to teach mountain biking to girls mm. and i was just like wait so what is so incredibly wrong with this conversation like like can we just stop time out time out time out can, can you can you sit down so can you you know what i mean like like and uh, yeah, like like unpacking that we could we could do that for for a couple of days here. So of thinking about, wait, 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 how is it so different? You know, like it's just like right. like all those things, right? And so yeah. I think of the difference in me showing up and and bringing girls in, bringing women in, um, versus no no offense, you showing up and saying we need more girls. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like. Great. Can can you get behind the scenes? Can you can you yeah. can, yeah, can yeah. you can you put me and other women out there um so to 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 attract if you would other girls and women and young ladies to the sport because representation matters because if a young lady or a woman sees me they're mm -hmm. going to potentially identify and say wait a minute like that I I I I could potentially belong there, right? Right. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I mean, ultimately, it feels like that ties, I mean, back into or, or is in alignment with our conversation around who, who is an athlete. I think in large part, like, that's why so many people feel like they're not in that camp is because they don't see themselves in large part in that camp, right? Like, you look on TV or social media or whatever, and, and like, you're spot on. Like, I, I am hyper aware of the fact that, that like, I, I, um, you know, people don't want to hear it from me, right? Like I, you know, I've, you know, I've had people say, and they're spot on. They're like, well, yeah, but like, but like, look, you know, and I'm not, I, I, I don't want to sound ego driven, nor do I think I'm like a super athlete, but they're like, you know, look at you. And, you know, because I, I've been an athlete my whole life. Like, you know, I am, you know again, in a particular body with a particular set of strengths and, you know, I'm able to do these things. And, and like, I think it's super important that there's other people that, that like take, you know, essentially like, you know, whether it's my, my message or, or somebody else's like, take it out there and, and, and look different, right? Like be mm -hmm. a different, you know, person. Um, I, I mean, that, that's, I think that's such a huge, piece of the puzzle is that when people are trying to get started, you know, if we'll just imagine a scenario, you know, they're like, man, I'd love to, I'd love to, you know, run a 5k. Like I'd love to get started. I'd love to. And then they go to sign up and the front page of the web of the website is all like super skinny track racers. 
you know, and, and they're like, well, that's, is that what it takes to be, to be, you know, to do this thing? And, 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 and they, it's, 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 you know, it, it's a subconscious, you might not, nest, you might not say that, right? Oftentimes you're not like, well, okay, but it, but it, but it's everywhere, right? And you follow a couple people on running, you know, accounts online and, and, and those people look a certain way. There's a certain voice there and a certain language that's used. And, you know, you and I've talked about it. It's like, there's all these words that are just become like inherent in, in, in endurance sports or, or in just like, you know, uh, you know, exercise or whatever you want to call it. You know, it's, it's training and it's fitness and it's, and it's athlete and it's, and, and like you and I can talk about those things. It doesn't bother me at all. Right. Like I, that's, that's, a, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. However, also hyper aware that what most people do in terms of a consistent movement practice, they would never, they don't, they, it's not, it's not training and they're not chasing fitness and they're not, you know, and they don't think they're athletes. And like, to your point, like, yeah, you are, you are like, you're doing, you're doing the, the sum total of the effort is exactly the same, right? If you show up for yourself, whatever, three days a week. It takes the same effort, discipline, uh, skills, the list goes on to do that than, than I have to do or you have to do to go do any endeavor that we've done. And, and you know, and I think that like that's the that's the big shift is we have to help people understand that that's what is important is like it's the sum total of the effort. Right. Absolutely. Is that like what's required to get out the door is the same no matter what you're doing. Right. Absolutely. And if it's, yep. it's an interval session or if it's a walk, you got, you still gotta, you still gotta beat your alarm, right? You still gotta get out of bed. You still gotta prioritize yourself. Um, but I do think it's interesting. I wanted to touch on like the accountability piece. Cause I, I think I'd be interested to get your like experience and opinion, but I, I do, there is some sort of like, there's some sort of, meet in the middle or, or, or happy medium, like specifically with, with like my coach hat on and, and maybe with your coach hat on, it's like accountability only works or, or we can only show up for someone in an accountability role if and when that person is able and ready to show up for themselves, right? And I, I think that that can be a friction point because you, you know, out in, in the world, you know, in any relationship that you have, you can't drag that person to where they want to be. You can, I, I can be as fired up as I want to be about somebody's goals or who their full potential and what I believe they can do. But I, I'm not, you know, I can't, I can't push them. Right. I can't drag them. Um, like what's, I don't know. I just, I was just, I, what, what popped in my head is I can't be more fired up about it than you are. <laughs> right. So, yeah. No. Right. right. And right. I, I've, so I've like, actually think I've said like that exact quote is like, I can bring a hundred percent. So do you, right? So, like, right. I, but I, I can be a hundred percent fired up. You got to be a hundred percent fired up too. Well, and I, I can't be like 195% fired up and you 5% not fired up. Like, right. I, you know, like right. it's, it's, but it also plays into a conversation that you and I have had about um, actually the passion paradox. Love the book. And, uh, um, but, but it leads into that conversation around like an actually 
like an unbalanced life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a whole like right, a whole nother podcast for us to have on, you know, this notion of like balance and balance is everything. Actually, unbalanced is everything because yes. you know, um, it's 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 some things are going to take priority. And I'm I'm not saying like get things totally out of whack. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But things are going to like ebb and ebb and flow. And so I, I think that that interplays with that accountability and that like wanting it factor. So, mm-hmm. and, and, and doesn't like being realistic play into that as well. And that is absolutely not being in a space of like being a Debbie Downer, but somebody, somebody, I don't want to see my athletes set themselves up for failure. I want to see them set mm-hmm. themselves up for success. And so we, through getting to know them, you know, we, 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 you know what I mean? It's, it's, there, there's no perfect science to it. Right. And, and so it's like, am I pushing too much? Am I not pushing enough? Am I giving enough of a challenge? Not enough of a challenge, you know, like all, all of these things. So, but I, like you would rather have somebody consistently show up three days a week to walk for 30 minutes than show up once a week for like a half ass hour and a half long run and then like nothing for the rest of the week. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I, like right. I, I would, you know, much rather have, have that consistency and like building that habit, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. kind of just, just, just finding a way to make it routine. I also know that we can have the, the best intentions and I've been there. Like I come from more is better so, and, and I say come from, because I've moved past that, or like you and I talked about, I think a number of weeks ago, more rest is better. <laughs> and so, yeah. and so it's like, you're like more recovery is better because that's when I'm going to actually make my gains and when I'm going to, you know, when I'm going to get stronger. So, but, but it's like, like working through that, you know what I mean? That, that piece of what are you bringing? And I think that that takes a little tiny bit of unpacking with our athletes too, sometimes. So, because mm-hmm. I can fill out a questionnaire and gosh knows, you know what I mean? I would, I would chuckle if I probably looked at some of the questionnaires I filled out with you years ago. So, but, but looking at, you know what I mean? Like I can commit 26 hours a week to training and I can be a full-time professor and I can do this and I can do that. And you're like, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, like, all right, fear headed straight to burnout. Right. And so, um, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean like, like we are the boss of of our athletes and like, we're going to pull back and like, no, you can't do this. But like, how do we do that dance a little bit? You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and maybe they, 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 they get to a space and they're just like, you know what? I, I need, I feel like I need more. I need less. I need to adjust. You know what I mean? And that's what we're here for is to help them kind of, kind of do that dance and, and navigate um, life. I think our, <laughs> we're, 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 uh, we're coaches and, 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 and sort of therapists as well. Right. You know? Oh yeah. So, yeah. You know, but most no. certainly. I, um, yeah, I mean, just to go back, I, I think that that's the more that we can come off of the pressure, and this plays into conversation around <clears throat> consistency and what you're just saying about working to set people up for success. People are always, so often we drive in in um, feeling like we have to be in route towards towards balance. Mm-hmm. And I think the the faster we can come off of that notion the better, right? Like I'm not interested in living a balanced life. I'm interested in going super deep into the things I care most deeply about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And like, and there's an inherent unbalance there. Like you better, you better believe that I'm pouring my more energy into some things than others. Like I fucking hope so, right? Or like I'm doing it half-ass. Like, and I, and I think the only reason that I, 
you know, I want to highlight that is because it, it creates, it creates a, a pressure that doesn't have to be there, right? If we can, if we can give ourselves the, the grace and the space to, to, to go into something that we're excited about, to, to explore what it looks and feels like, to really find joy in, in the pursuit of, of something, movement, uh, uh, work of, you know, like pick, pick, a, pick a few things, right? You should have a varied identity. Don't, don't, you know, put all your eggs in the athlete basket. I'm not advocating for that, nor do I, I mean, that's not the route. Like there's burnout inherent in that as well. But it's, you know, so many people get, get derailed um, when they step back at the end of the day and they're like, well, everything wasn't 10%, right? Okay, if I'm going to exercise, well, then that has to, that pie has to then, I have to take that from something else, right? And, and it doesn't all have to be even, you know, like your pie should be, should be messy and there should be slices that are bigger. Because those are the things you care most about, right? And it and it should be it should be family, it should be relationships, it should be whatever you want it to be. But the sooner we we give ourselves the opportunity to to like to finish the day and be like, man, I went super deep into that thing, and and that took up most of my time, and that's fine, you know. And and not again, not at the detriment of other areas we care most about. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's such like a freeing. Um, it's such a freeing place when you're like, no balance, balance isn't the goal. It's, it's to really devote yourself to the things that you're most passionate about. And those can be varied, you know, and they should be like, you should, you know, should have all kinds of experiences, but it's, you know, it's I, interesting. I I find this two things. Um, I, and I'm in agreement with you and I'm smiling because um, I, I'm going to keep our list of t-shirts that we need to get made going because <laughs> this, this brings me back to the one we talked about. Um, uh, I think we should get it made that just says show up for the shit in parentheses that matters. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's like that, you know what I mean? It's like, like that, that's where the, that, that always brings me back to that conversation. You know what I mean? Like, yep, yeah, I'm going to show up for the shit that matters. So, and, and, and like you said, yeah. go deeper rather than broader. So with, with that, I also think of, and it's a, it's a, it's a mountain bike analogy. Um, but it's, it was told to me a long time ago, um, when I, you know, was new, new and, you know, I was like, Oh my God, like you come up to this like downhill and, and you know what I mean? And how do you know? And like, people would say like, pick your best line. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, where's the line? Like, I don't see a line, like, you know, draw me a line. Like where, you know, where's that? Like, Oh no, you like, you find the good line and that's where you go. And you, you know, the, this and that. And then somebody said to me, you, you, you pick a line and you commit. And, mm. and it's kind of like, I think that that is sort of relevant right now into this conversation is just like, um, like whether it be that, that, fitness journey. And I'm putting that in quotation marks, you know, you and I talked about the word like roadmap and, 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 and habit forming and like some of these other things. So I'm not, I'm not just trying to like repackage, you know what I mean? Something, but it's like, 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 like pick that line and commit to those three days and go all in on those three days. You know what I mean? And like, like honor yourself and give that to yourself. So, and then you look at next week and you've got those three days next week and you know what I mean? And you celebrate the win of the three days last week and you do the three days this week and like you pick that line. And so I, I can't tell you how many times I have been riding or racing or something. I'm like, well, shit, that was not the good line, but you know what? I picked it and I've got it like 
I'm committed now. Like I, like I need to ride that shitty line out. So, because if I try to change course right, right now, it's, it's not going to go well. And so yeah. it's, it's, you know, I kind of, I kind of find myself for, and for me as particularly as a cycling coach, you know, I just think of, of there's, there's so many parallels with that. And, you know, we could offer up that running is the same way and multi-sport, all of those good things. So, but for me, it's just like, there's so many things that I've learned on the bike and so many lessons um, that I've had. So that just absolutely parallel life, you know what I mean? As far as like, you know, doing hard shit and like whatnot, it's like, yeah, you can, you know what I mean? And, and so whether that's on the bike, off the bike, both, you know what I mean? It's like celebrating that. So, so. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You, and it brings me, you said, uh, one time we were talking in a society of like, well, what if, what if you can, right? Like, what if you did yeah. it? And people, yeah. you know, we, we have a, we, 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 we lay these, you know, plans out in front of us where we have these goals. And so often people are like, well, you know, what if I screw it up? What if I don't, what if I can't do it? What if well, I'm like, well, what if you did do it? What if you did? Well, and that's to come for yourself totally, three days today. <laughs> like full, full circle. That's soft talk. Like, yeah, like right, 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 you know right. what I mean? Right. Like, Oh God. I, what, what if I can't finish this? What if I can't finish whatever? Like, like, what if I can't, what if you can? So, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I, on the daily, I find myself like, Oh, what if I crash on that? Blah, blah, blah. What if I didn't, what if I rode that shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like what would happen? You know what I mean? It's like, like it's it. So that's that soft talk, like creeping mm-hmm. in, you know what I mean? Of like, we sort of are instantly almost like self-sabotaging. So, mm-hmm. because if I tell myself, like, oh my God, I, I'm probably going to crash on that feature. Guess what? My ass is yeah. crashing on the feature. Like I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going down, you know what I mean? At 100%. So, um, but if I, and I'm not saying that if I tell myself I'm going to ride it, like it's going to go effortlessly, but my mind is going to be in a different space. I'm going to relax on the, you know what I mean? The grip and like all these things that I'm, that I'm supposed to do. So absolutely. Like that's, that's just it. And I think that comes to working with our athletes. And I just, I love that word is just like, like, yes, you're an athlete. You know what I mean? And what if you did show up for yourself three days a week? What if you did show up for yourself? So for 30 minutes in the morning or 30 minutes at night, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, so what if you, what if you did start small and built on that success? Like, like, where would you be? You know what I mean? I, 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 I've mentioned her before. I've got a, a dear friend, Joanna Gates is an incredible mountain bike coach. And, and, and she's always tossing out these like fantastic, um, just quotes and sayings and things. And, and, her, one of her big things is like, what if you showed up for yourself for 15 minutes a day? Like, where would you be a year from now? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, it's like, like, it's just exactly what you're saying. Like those incremental, you know what I mean? Efforts. So absolutely like it's bricks. They stack up together. You know what I mean? And, and, and just think of where you'd be, um, whether it be your, your mountain bike skills, your, your walking, your, whatever it might be moving your body in, in, in some regard, where would you be? um, with 15 minutes every day or three times a week or four times a week. So where would you be a year from now? Yeah. 